Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Wendy's is giving you a chance to win cash. Head to a participating Wendy's, snap a pic when you try the new homestyle French toast sticks, and post it on social using the hashtag Wendy's French Toast Stick Sweeps or log on to Wendy's French Toast Wendy's new homestyle French toast sticks are crispy on the outside, fluffy on the inside. They're so good, they're the best thing to ever happen to breakfast. No purchase necessary. See rules at Wendy's French toast stick sweeps.com. Sweepstakes end September 11th, 2022. Hello again, friends, and welcome to Gamecock Central Radio. It's Emerson Phillips joined by Gamecock Central columnist Scott Davis for a look at this week's piece that Scott has on GamecockCentral.com. And the headline this week is Dance Party. Scott, good to be with you again. How you doing, man? I am doing great, Emerson. I have talked to you after Gamecock football bowl losses. I've talked to you after disappointing Gamecock basketball losses. But I've never talked to you after... The South Carolina Gamecocks uh, were announced to be a part of the NCAA tournament, and I'm very excited to be doing that. As you should be, and a lot of folks are excited with you, Scott. Were you really curled up in the fetal position <laughs> waiting for the tournament selection show to begin on Sunday? Uh, I definitely was <laughs> sitting in the upstairs bedroom, um, huddled under the covers. I, I was not uh, nauseous. I did have a good feeling that the Gamecocks would make it, but as I wrote in the column after what happened last year, and that, that impacted the way every Gamecock behaved um, this this year, by the way, uh, I just wasn't going to feel completely 100% comfortable until I saw that South Carolina logo flash on the television screen, and fortunately that came pretty early in the selection show broadcast. Yeah, that's what I was going to say next, Scott. The suspense didn't last long, thankfully. Not at all, and really, I was stunned is not the right word to use, but very surprised South Carolina was seated as a seventh seed in their home state of Greenville, South Carolina. Felt they would make the tournament, thought it would be as an eighth or a ninth seed, maybe even tenth, who knows, and uh, I didn't think they'd be playing anywhere close to home. So that was a huge surprise for me. I have a long, long history with uh, the Bon Secours Wellness Center. used to be the uh, ballet center in my hometown of Greenville, South Carolina. So I'm very excited South Carolina is going to be playing there. All right, so for the first time since you had a full head of hair, Scott, the Gamecocks are dancing, and what a great feeling it is. You know, it's real simple, Scott. If you're not in the NCAA tournament, you're just not relevant in college basketball, so you've got to get in that field of 68, and the Gamecocks are in for the first time since 2004. It's a great feeling. It is, and you're absolutely right. I mean, 68 teams get there. A bunch of mid-major teams get there. Winthrop has been what seems like 57 times since South Carolina last graced the tournament, so even though you know in your heart that the Gamecocks are playing a tougher level of competition, which makes it more difficult for them to enter the tournament than a lot of these mid-major teams who just have to take care of business within their own conference, 
it still stings when you see small schools all across the country getting into the tournament year after year, and you're going, you know, over a decade without even making it, and over four decades without winning a game there. So for South Carolina basketball, for this program to take the next step under Frank Martin, they had to make the NCAA tournament this year. I said that multiple times in columns earlier this season, and I just felt like it had to happen, and fortunately it did. The Gamecocks do get the invite this year, but there were certainly some moments of angst late in the season, Scott, and that led to some fans tweeting directly to Frank Martin on, on Twitter and a number of media members chastising Gamecock fans forever doubting that they'd get in. Things got weird this weekend on Twitter, as things often do on Twitter. Um but uh, you never want to be the fan who's tweeting directly at a coach or a player with a negative message. There's just no good that can come of it, and most coaches ignore those, but Frank Martin doesn't mind smacking you down if you send him a silly, ridiculous opinion, and, and a little bit of that was going on this weekend. But as I said, that kind of stuff aside, I do understand the angst that game cognition was feeling. This team did not play well down the stretch. There's, there's no other way to say it. They're going into this tournament with the opposite of momentum. And I think playing in Greenville in front of what I believe will be a very energetic crowd is going to be the spark that they need to kind of rejuvenate themselves because there's no doubt they stumbled down the stretch. They did, but all's well that ends well. The Gamecocks get a good seed, number seven in the East Regional and a fantastic location to play. Carolina will play at the Bon Secours Wellness Arena in Greenville, as Scott said. Gamecock Central Radio here. Emerson Phillips with our columnist, Scott Davis. Scott's column is up on Gamecock Central this week. We invite you to check it out. The headline is Dance Party. We also invite you to download the Gamecock Central phone app. We've got this free phone app that allows you to listen to our podcast on your cell phone. Anywhere you receive cell phone service, you can listen to the GCR podcast. The podcasts are free. The phone app is free. Download the app on the App Store and on Google Play. And then subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and other popular services. Or just visit radio.gamecockcentral.com. So, Scott, uh, good seed, number seven in the east, and a great location. Short trip for the Gamecocks up to Greenville, get to play in their home state. And according to NCAA.com, Greenville was the first location to sell out. Yeah, that thing is loaded. You've got uh, North Carolina in the in the south region and uh, South Carolina Duke in the east. And both all three playing in Greenville. Just a tremendous weekend for Greenville for having the first NCAA tournament appearance back there as well as in the state of South Carolina since I believe 2002 when it was held at in Greenville as well, the first and, and only time it had been held there until this year. So for them to get that draw with all of those teams, uh, it didn't surprise me at all to see that. It's going to be an exceedingly tough ticket. And knowing Greenville like I do, downtown, which is always buzzing on weekends and holidays, it's going to be St. Patrick's Day, the day that South Carolina is playing. Um I think that city is going to be alive and electric throughout the day leading up to those games. So it's an exciting time for sure. It's funny to me, Scott, you say that uh, some folks are still shocked when a vibe of uneasiness settles over the Gamecock fan base, and this was before the pairings were announced on Sunday. Uh, It sounds to me like it's a lot of folks that haven't walked a mile in the Gamecock shoes. Yeah, there's no (laughs) doubt, and and we've touched on this before, and 
in some previous podcasts, but there really is no reason whatsoever for any Gamecock fan to feel anything but unease when you go three and six in your last nine games and you somehow found a way not to make the tournament last year, hadn't been in 13 years, uh, had only been three times in the last 25 years. Uh, South Carolina is definitely <laughs> not a basketball school. There's an element of, of some fans who cling to that because of the McGuire years. But, folks, it's been almost 50 years ago since that team was roaming Carolina Coliseum. So if you look at the cold, hard facts and the numbers, it's a program that really hasn't enjoyed a ton of success in basketball. And so I don't I don't understand the chastising of, of Gamecock fans for feeling a little bit of angst and unease um, as these last few weeks have unfolded. Gamecocks did not finish strong. They went one and done again in the SEC tournament. And it doesn't matter whether it's men's basketball or baseball. The SEC tournament has just been an absolute house of horrors for South Carolina since they joined the league. I'm not sure what it is about that environment that causes them to struggle so mightily because they can beat other SEC teams in the regular season, but they can't find a way to do it in the postseason for some reason. And so... That was disappointing, and uh, as you might expect, it led some some Gamecock fans to have some fretful, anxious moments until the pairings were announced. Success in the NCAA tournament has been hard to come by, to say the least, for the Gamecock men's team, but Frank Martin working to change that. South Carolina has not won a tournament game since 1973, but the Gamecocks are in this year. They got the seven seed against number 10, Marquette, and that game will tip at 9.50 on Friday night in Greenville. So, Scott, great news for the men's program this week, and we found out the fate of the women's team as well. South Carolina's women get a number one seed in the women's tournament again this year, and there's a real good chance that Dawn Staley and the Gamecocks could make the Final Four. They lost in the Sweet 16 last year, but two years ago, they did make the Final Four, and they'll be one of the favorites to get back there this year. Yeah, I think I read that South Carolina is one of only 10 athletic programs who had uh, its football team appear in a bowl game and both men's and women's basketball teams make the tournament. Um, the women's team, again, a number one seed, just a, a tremendous testament to what Don Staley's done. I, I said this uh, on Twitter after they won the SEC tournament again, third year in a row for that. They've won the SEC regular season four years in a row. It's incredible what she's achieved. They lead the nation in attendance half for a while. And when you think about when she got there, people talk about the attendance of the men's game being kind of paltry when Frank Martin first got there forget about when Don Staley first got there. There was not a single human being going to see them play, and they have really built a great community of support there. Staley's been the model type of coach for what you want and someone who engages the community and engages the fans. Her players are just incredibly likable. They play with infectious enthusiasm and energy. I know a lot of Gamecock fans were disappointed to see them even though they were seeded number one sent far out west where they won't probably have an opportunity to see them play. But the fact that, again, they're a number one seed with, as you said, a very legitimate and very real chance to go back to the Final Four is uh, just an incredible accomplishment. 
All right, Gamecock women will play Friday against UNC Asheville in the 116 game. And the winner of that game will get the winner of Arizona State and Michigan State also in Columbia on Sunday. And then the Gamecock men will play Friday night in Greenville against Marquette. And the winner of that game gets the winner of Duke and Troy Sunday at the Bon Secours Wellness Arena. So, Scott, a unique situation here. Gamecock basketball fans are in for a real treat. The women will play Friday just after 5 o'clock in Columbia, and the men's mm-hmm. team will play Friday night at 9.50. I suspect a lot of fans will try to attend both. Uh, those folks that do leave Columbia after the women's game will have to get parked quickly in Greenville mm-hmm. to catch the start of the men's game, but a lot of Gamecock fans will probably take in both games on Friday, a couple of NCAA tournament games. Quite an opportunity. Yeah, I think a doubleheader could absolutely be done if you zipped out of the women's game You know, as soon as that ended and immediately drove to Greenville. That game's not going to end up starting until about 10 o'clock, no matter what the time is that they've said. So there should be time for fans that want to try it. And that would be, can you imagine, you know, 10 years ago, thinking about the possibility of just even being able to do that, to see both teams in the tournament on the same day in your home state? It's really unique. It's exciting. I think South Carolina fans, despite the way the season ended, should be excited about this particular time because I think about every year how excited I am to wake up on that first Thursday and turn on the NCAA tournament and watch the games throughout the day and and as well as that first Friday and even though I love doing it there's always been a little bit something missing because my team wasn't in it and now they are so it's going to be that much more exciting. Yeah, the start of the tournament for a lot of diehard sports fans, really one of the best sporting events in the country, the first two days of the NCAA tournament. So we got that coming up Thursday and Friday, and the Gamecocks will have a doubleheader, women's and men's, in Columbia and Greenville on Friday. Scott, really exciting time to be a Gamecock basketball fan. We appreciate your work. Thanks for the time today. Thanks so much, Emerson. Enjoy the games. All right. Now, Scott Davis, our columnist here on Gamecock Central, and I'm your host, Emerson Phillips. Thanks for joining us on Gamecock Central Radio. summer with AC Pro and O'Reilly Auto Parts. Right now, get a $15 O'Reilly Auto Parts gift card after mail-in rebate with the purchase of select AC Pro ready-to-use refrigerant products that include a hose and gauge. Beat the heat before you hit the road with AC Pro at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.